Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome to Dungeons & Drams, where your favorite whiskey people get together and play D&D and drink. So tonight, I have some wonderful guests. We have Ed, Jason, Clifton, and Adriana. Adriana, you are the star of the day, so we're going to start with you today. <laughs> so not only would I like you to... Uh, um, are you on mute, by the way? Sorry, I didn't hear no. you. Okay, sorry. No, I'm not. Uh, I'd love you to start. Just tell us who you are, what you're doing, what you're playing, and then tell us your awesome news. <laughs> uh, so I am playing Talon Creek, the halfling ranger. Uh, drinking, of course, some Knob Creek. <laughs> uh, I need to get back. My my voice is being lost right now, uh, partly <laughs> because yesterday I did a big long uh, fundraiser stream for Alzheimer's and raised over twelve thousand dollars. Oh yeah! While giving away like over fifty bottles. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> It was awesome. Uh, well, congratulations on the success. You're you're awesome. That's an awesome cause, and uh, you know, Thanks. good job. <laughs> yeah, that's becoming an, a yearly event for the whiskey team yeah. community. It's kind of yeah, like yeah. it's kind of like a gala. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like our point. online gala ball. <laughs> uh, so speaking of which, so is is everything? Is the donations closed at this point? As far as getting into the bottle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is, yeah if people yeah. still so would like to, all the winners have been chosen and stuff, kind of thing. Okay, but uh, if people would still like to donate towards towards it, is there a place that yeah, they could? Yeah. Yeah. The fundraising link is still uh, open. Perfect. Uh, pretty much to the end of September. That's when the actual walk is. Okay, I'll grab that and I'll put it in the description yeah. of this video if anybody's watching in the future and wants to go check it out. Sweet. That'll be awesome. Awesome. Uh, so let's uh, go down the line, at least from my point of view, um, Jason. Uh, what's up, folks? I'm Jason C. from the Messendrome, uh, back from a very, very long week at uh, work <laughs> late last night, which sucked. But uh, I'm back uh, from Boston and, um, yeah, excited to get back into all things whiskey and, of course, Dungeons and uh, Drams. I play Alessio Morte, the rogue Eladrin arcane trickster who's, a, who's afraid of snakes. Tonight, <laughs> well deserved. Yes, and yeah, well deserved. Tonight, uh, tonight I want to go a little beer. I, I was, uh, I'm trying to ease back into whiskey. I barely had any whiskey last week, so I'm trying to ease back into it. And uh, I did a little uh, Goose Island Bourbon County Stout because it's oh, dark nice. like because it's dark like Alessio. First ones actually <laughs> to uh, do the bourbon barrel aged beers, uh, as far as my my memory remembers, uh, was Goose Island. Goose Island at least, was the first, what were they? They were the first. They were the first, at least, to do it like commercially. I'm sure somebody in their house did it, but yeah, uh, yeah. I remember looking that up a long time ago for like a trivia or something. Um, Very nice. Yeah, and they make a good one. I like the um, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. Uh, that one's probably my favorite of those those kind. Uh, or Kentucky is it Kentucky Spirits? I think makes it. I don't know. Anyway, it's got a horse on the label. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of them these days. So yeah, uh, Ed. Who are you? Hey, who are Hello. you? I am I am me. I am Ed, and I play Anomio Banderas, aka Noro. If you didn't see the uh, his tragic but heroic backstory the other week, you should go back and watch that. Um, today, I'm trying to decide what to drink. Uh, either I was going to either do Heaven's Door, the Red Breast, cask, mm -hmm. or uh, when I was over in London, I grabbed this. This is the Kilhoman. It's the Land Rover collaboration, which I didn't even know oh. they did. 
Um, so it's a Pedro Jimenez kill Homan. But I think I might save that one actually because it's smoky. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna save that one till later, and I'm gonna go with the the non-smoky for now. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and was Clifton it, was it oh, age oh, in a was it age in a in a moving Land Rover? I know. I'm you wondering know, about that. I kind of <laughs> wish it was, but no. I guess it was just that it's it's a limited release of 639 bottles, which was the same as the original Land Rover registration. Mm. Um, and I guess it was oh, released it. because <laughs> I, Land Rover is a British British car, right? So I think they released it just to the British market, and they were just like, "Hey, Land Rover, Land Rover whiskey." I, I love the silly reasons that these companies come up with sometimes. <laughs> like, you could I have mean, said literally I mean, anything, yeah, well, and I, I wouldn't yeah, have I mean, been Whistle like, oh, Pig, it was a registration. Yeah. Whistlepig did Roadstock, where they aged it in, like, a like a NASCAR trailer. In the <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, because gasoline and whiskey, that's not dangerous at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so I wonder did, if they had, like, an extra, like, a special trailer for that, like, hazardous material trailer, something yeah. with, you know, double-walled. Probably. It was probably in a trailer, like, not at all at the racetrack. It was just in the parking <laughs> lot somewhere. It's in the trailer. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you enjoy your your uh, your little interlude there last week, uh, Ed? I did. I did. It was a lot of fun. You put together a excellent, excellent uh, prequel for Anomio. So oh, I had yeah. a lot of fun playing it. I was super, super surprised, like, at certain parts that I didn't expect because like I did not expect the uh the axe beak thing to go down the way it did. <laughs> Nor but, did I. Uh, yeah, no, that was really fun. <laughs> it was great. Uh, yeah, I had a good time. If any if any of you have not seen it, because I, I for some reason I've noticed the interludes always have a little bit less viewership, and probably because usually we don't do them live. Uh, but if you guys go back, that one, that one actually all of the interludes this time around have been awesome. So um, and I think you've all gotten one except for Jason, you you didn't get one this time around. I we, think, right? we we talked about one. We talked about it. Never, it never happened. Yeah, we'll we'll get to you. Don't worry about it. I have some. I've had some ideas since before we actually even started the game of things I want to do yeah, with you. So and they don't involve be. snakes. I promise. So sure, <laughs> a whole interlude is just going to be me in a pit of snakes. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually legless salamanders. <laughs> so. Just no story. Just an hour and a half of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up in a cold sweat, like <laughs> slithering around. Yeah. Anyway, probably All will. Right. Yeah. yeah, Clifton, what are you drinking tonight? Hello, um, I am Clifton. My channel is Bourbon Bites. I play novelist, the half elf warlock. Um, I just got back from a work trip to Comic-Con, so I had a bundle That's of bottles nice. waiting for me. Mm. So um, <laughs> I got I grabbed these from our good friends, ah. um, whiskeychannel.com. And I believe, Jason, you were involved with this as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we helped pick that, and I made uh, I made the sticker. That's, it nice. It looks great. <laughs> it does. So, um, yeah, this was this was done as in tribute to, I believe, it's, was it Kira's father? I'm sorry. I'm like, mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 Kira's, dad, yeah <laughs> Kira's dad, this bottle was for... Um, He's been fighting cancer, but it didn't go. They already did a fundraiser for him directly, but this was this was to raise money for all the organizations that uh, that has been helping Ron uh, fight cancer. So uh, I'm not sure how they're dispersing the money out, but every single penny. And we actually have this one too, which is the this is the Obtanium, which is 178,000 proof. Uh, <laughs> Sounds about right. Gonna be, that's going to be following. That's going to be the Dukes of Hazmat pick. Mm. Ah, fantastic like name yeah. <laughs> so yeah fresh guy i haven't tried this yet but um i might i might actually grab the red breast um 
Heaven's Door because I have that as well, and maybe I'll move to this after that. So now Red Breast. That oh, oh, there you go. Wait, there did you say Red Breast? Heaven's Door. Yeah, the one that he's the one he's. Oh, drinking. okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I was like, I don't Actually, have that. Kind of fun to see a Red Breast Heaven's Door like the opposite. You know, Heaven's Door mm. Red Breast, but then I they did the they opposite. Were. I thought they would have yeah. done that. It's weird they didn't. Yeah. I don't know. They should. They should. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, want to shout out some patrons, of course, who are supporters of the channel. Big shout out to Mike, David, EJ, Martin, Steve, Tony Tutos, Paul, Scott. It's Paul and Scott MC. Um, if y'all do want to support the show, patreon.com slash Dungeons and Jams. Um, get access to some really cool behind the scenes content that Bill doesn't tell us about. <laughs> uh, the most recent of which is the internals of the book that Adriana picked up, uh, which I it's in your inventory. So if you you find yourself distracted, uh, you'll be able to go check that out. Um, <laughs> if anybody is interested in joining the Patreon or just checking out what it's about, uh, there's a free trial going on at the moment. So feel free to go, you know, give it a sample, see if it's up to your uh, up to what you'd like. And we'd love to see you there. All right. Let's get into the recap. Uh, it's uh, been a little while. Uh, actually quite a while since we we played um so if i miss anything feel free to fill in anything that you guys might remember but we will get into this now when last we saw snortimer's soldiers the group joined the obsidian blades in their hideout where they formulated a plan to steal a bunch of sunstone from the golden vault within the sunstone cavern the group split up and went about the town gathering information from trusted sources. Anomia went off to the Silverhammer Quarter and visited the Shimmering Anvil Smithy looking for some gear for the heist. He was redirected back to the Glimmering Gearworks where he was able to talk Merrick into giving him the Auto Hammer, a portable jackhammer designed to take down walls. Alessio, I'm curious what that's going to be used for, <laughs> but I mean, 100 percent. Yep. When you have an auto hammer, every problem looks like an auto nail. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I, I've never been more sure in my life that that item will be used. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so Alessio headed to the Silver Spire Tavern where he met a miner named Barnaby Hearthstone. Barnaby has a drinking problem and Alessio used this to learn that there are typically two guards outside of the vaults and two more within the mines and they rotate out every four hours. Meanwhile, Talin went over to the Dwarven Archives, where she spoke to Einar Stoneforge and learned about a secret exit from the room housing the Chalice of Kings that leads back to the room filled with darkness. She also picked up a copy of The Veiled Depths, unraveling the secrets of the Underdark, which, as I mentioned, you could find in your inventory. Then there's Nobilis. Nobilis went to the Ironhold while disguised as the Goldbeard clan leader Ragnar Goldbeard. His ruse was almost discovered, but he didn't leave without gathering information. He learned that Ragnar was scheduled to be on the same airship that the group is hoping to board tomorrow. There'll be six guards guarding Ragnar and the alarms. Are, he learned that the alarms within the Sunstone Cavern are in place, but did not learn any details about what those alarms might be. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Nobilis almost blew his cover when the guards offered to escort him back to his house. But some quick thinking by Nobilis convinced them to bring him over to the Come Right Inn. You regrouped at the Shadow's Den where you recapped what you had learned and made preparations for that night's heist. And just a sec here. Oh, there's a lot of things. A lot of things, guys. <laughs> so much. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just do a quick warning now. We have some pretty bad thunderstorms in the area, so if I lose you, that's why. Sure. Right. So, so far, it's been eluding my house, so hopefully it doesn't happen. <laughs> it comes down. <laughs> Bill, do you All remember right. if we adjust our user volume controls or the currently playing controls? Music's like uh, 
I think you can do the user controls because that makes right. I sense. I am currently playing just now, and okay, we're not seeing the word, but I feel like we figured it out. But it was like backwards and would have made sense, <laughs> so I have no idea. So if I broke yeah. it, sorry. I do know last last week when I mentioned it, I said to do the user control because I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, well, that's the user volume control. Like you would it's think. you. <laughs> um, but either way, uh, fiddle with it. I hear the music playing. So if you turn it off or turn it up or whatever, it should be good. OK, great. All right. So we return you now at the Shadow's Den as you've all been spending the last couple of hours planning. Nobilis is lazily watching Gundrick and Lyra grapple. Alessio and Neil are looking over the plans. Talin, you're doing a little training with Booker in the kitchen. And Anomio, you awaken from your sleep to the sound of a rapping at the door. A rapping? Yeah, like knocking. Oh. No, like, like run, run DMCs out there. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, palms are sweaty, mom's sweaty. <laughs> so, after, the, after the knocking on the door, Bronder Stonefist looks accusingly, you, accusingly at you, Alessio, and he asks you if you were followed. Yeah. Wait, he looks at me and asks me what? He asks if you're if you were followed from just from the, at all. From like you guys are in a hideout and suddenly somebody's knocking at the door. Oh, um, I say no. Neil Neil usually keeps an eye on that for me. I didn't. I did not see anything. All right. So he uh, he kind of like hurries and grabs a little mirror out of his pocket and he looks into it and um, he's kind of seeing something. He says it's that little or. Uh, I got to do the dwarven accent again. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yes. uh, it's good. I kind of I kind of miss the drunken old man. I like the Barnaby. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bar- Barnaby, uh, drunken old man voice will definitely show up again. Maybe not Barnaby, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, let, let's see. So he goes, "It's it's that pink-haired gnome from the glimmering." Uh, no, that's Alessio's voice. Whatever he says, it's that pink-haired gnome from the glimmering gearworks. And he says, "Wait here." I'll get back into the accent. I just got to do it naturally. So, Brondor walks over towards the front door and he opens it up. And he, you hear some some murmuring. Uh, Talin, this this starts to get your attention as you kind of hear some talking at the front door. And uh, he yells back. He says, Anomio, it's for you. Oh. What, what is it? Uh, so Taniana. I my head out. <laughs> Taniana sees you. She um, she kind of just barges her way in and she she goes, Hi, uh, Nomio. I was I was looking all over for you, and then Merrick said that you borrowed the otter hammer. I wasn't sure where you went, but then I spotted your friend's dog, who is apparently wearing a top hat now. Uh, I followed you over here. Uh, never mind. Here's that puppet that you asked for. Uh, I whipped it up <gasps> lickety split, L- lickety split. Oops. Wow, <laughs> it's Bartholomew. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If that's what you want to call it, that's that's his name. And she begins to show you all of the little different buttons and mechanisms. And she reminds you that you need to change uh, charge it in the sun every week or so. But other than that, it's exactly to your specifications. So why don't oh. you tell us what Bartholomew looks like? So Bartholomew is a small little marionette looking fella. But he's no strings on him. He's got no strings on him. But he uh, he's like a little little musician. He's a little bard to have follow us around and sing little songs about us. And he's wearing like a cute little cute little cap, you know, and he's got his little 
suit on. <laughs> and, you know, right now he doesn't have an instrument out, but maybe sometime in the future he will. Who knows? Who knows what surprises little Bartholomew might have in store? <laughs> oh, boy. He, can we be inspired by little Bartholomew? Well, no, I guess that's up to the DM. <laughs> I mean, it might happen depending on uh, what happens. Maybe I'll just be uh, benevolent, but there's no mechanical advantage to Bartholomew. So for now, I'm going to I'm going to put him under my cloak and mm-hmm. I will introduce him to the rest of the group a little later. Right now, we got we got stealing to do. As long as he isn't accidentally introduced in the middle of a very sneaky moment. And all of a sudden, like, the music box starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like, sneak, sneak. He's like, hello. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Um, so at this point, you guys have kind of been hanging around for what you perceive to be an opportune moment to go to the uh, Sunstone Caverns. So we're going to kind of head out to um, Erngor Zuik as you guys walk. But I'd like all of you to roll a d6 for me. Six. Can I use physical dice? Well, I Absolutely. Hell yeah. Uh, Did you get some at Comic Con? Yeah, they had, the, they had the most dice I've ever seen in my life. So I went to the ones that called me. These called me. They're, they're black light. I don't have a black light. They're also black light activated, which is kind of fun. Very cool. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I'm using mine too. Now, when right, we get so to actual combat, I am not good at math. So I am not. That's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm definitely in favor of you guys rolling natural dice, especially if you can make the microphone pick up the, the rolling sounds. Uh, but yeah, do whatever's convenient for you. Now I'm going to look stupid. Sense. Like a D6 is a regular dice, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yep. OK, I'm sorry. Wait till you have to find the D12 instead of the D20. That's that's <laughs> more difficult okay, in the moment than it trace. sounds. So let me let me know if you can hear this. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK, two. All right. So Alessio rolled a three, Anomio rolled a two, uh, you rolled a two, and <laughs> Adriana, what is it? Four. Four. Got it. Okay. So quick math. Okay. Cool. So you guys head out to uh, Erngor Zuik proper, and you are making your way. Uh, so as you're walking, you come across a familiar face, or a couple of familiar faces, I should say. Uh, Drong Strongbeard and Lil Grizz. Uh, <laughs> so Booker at, just immediately runs over. <laughs> so little, little Grizz rolls over onto his back and kind of like starts playing with Booker. And uh, Drog, Drog says, uh, hello, friends. I, I hope you've been enjoying the city. I see you've upgraded some of your equipment. Uh, thank you for patronizing our shop. So he's looking at you, Talon. Uh, where are you heading off to now? Oh, uh, we're going to check out the uh, Golden Market. Ah, uh, yes, many fine wares there. Are you shopping for anything in particular? No, I'm just going to take a look around. Just browsing. Uh, just browsing. All right, well, uh, is there anything I can uh, help you with? Anywhere I can point you? Any any uh, Anybody from the market you want me to introduce you to or tell you where to stay away from? Uh, I don't think so. Do they have uh, better days of inventory than others? Uh, yeah, the days that the uh, airship comes in, usually uh, the day after everybody's kind of been, you know, going through the raw materials and such. You, you get some of the better, better items the day after the airship comes in, but it's been here for a little while. So I think what you see is probably going to be what you get. All right. Now, can't wait to go check it out. Thanks. No problem. No problem. It was nice to see you both. 
or you all, <laughs> you both, yes. <laughs> only two of you. I only like two of you. Yes. We're the only ones who he cares about. Honestly. He's myopic. He can only see two of us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, cool. So um, as you guys walk the rest of the way, uh, you see, you know, what you'd expect. Usual people, dwarves heading down to the pit, a human and an elf uh, having a lighthearted conversation about these, the current market rate of sunstones. Very interesting. And um, a couple of red kobolds scurrying past you. But you guys find your way over to the Sunstone Cavern. So I want to ask you guys a question. So you haven't really been near the Sunstone, Sunstone Cavern yet. Um, and is there anything that you'd like to do before you head down into this area? Any prep that you want to do? Anything that you want to know, etc. Guys, did we did we did we buy all the healing things yet? Where we <laughs> that? Oh, good call. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we can uh, we could kind of speed run that if you wanted to, um, depending on what you guys have. Uh, yeah, well, just everybody check your inventory as far as yeah, like healing potions or healing fruits and vegetables, whatever you have. I have nothing. So yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have a red mushroom. <laughs> yeah, all my healing kits are gone. I don't have any. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, okay, no, I have a green mushroom. Yeah, I just have good berries. I thought I bought a healing potion. Didn't you last episode? Uh, and then you, you well, yeah. so you bought it during your but inter- I might have used right before... it during my own. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yep. Yeah. 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 We, right. If you want to speed some sort of uh, healing potion at one of the shops, Bill, maybe we can yeah. just sure each use some gold and buy some stuff up. Yeah. So potions of healing, the regular potion of healing is fifty gold a piece. Um, we can certainly roll to see if there's any sort of discount that you guys get. Uh, but why don't you uh, the next level up the potions of greater healing? They're about 200 gold apiece. Um, those do 44 plus four. Uh, the first ones do 2d4 plus two. Um, okay. Healing potions are very oh, expensive in this, in this game. I understood 44 and I was like, wow. Yeah, 44 <laughs> hit points. Just it. chug a lug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so 10 gold pieces. What, right, was so that? what can we uh yeah what can we, pieces are 10 right what can we what can we roll to get the rollback savings at walmart here <laughs> i was like can try right. to use a charisma to kind of like up, up like get a deal so, for my friend so let's do this just to kind of make it easy so anybody who would like to buy a I, i'm assuming that let's do this potions of healing are 50 gold potion of greater healing is 200 gold if you want to buy either one you can roll if you roll over a 15 for persuasion I will give you 25% off. Okay. Oh, sweet. So you can make your own okay. choices. Just once we through. know our discount, we can decide which one we want to buy. But if we if we don't roll a 15, it's just regular price, right? Correct. Yep. And you can choose you can choose whether you want to buy it at that point or not. It's oh. you're we're simulating negotiation. So Ooh, I like well, that. I got a 16, so I get a discount. You said 25% sure you did. off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, twenty five percent off. So, so. Uh, Which is oh, with a minus one, so I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> you should really make Booker roll your persuasion rolls for you. Yeah, so. <laughs> he's much more charismatic. Amazing. All right, so what do you guys? Are you guys buying anything? And what are you buying? I'll take uh, I'll take two, please, sir. Two regular potions of healings. Yeah, with twenty five percent off. All right, cool. So I will drop the potions of healing into your bag for you, but handle your gold for me. Well, what's 25% off of 50? 
37. Well, so you bought two of them, so well, it's you're doing 100, two, so, so 75, 75 gold total. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 75 gold total, got it. I yep. totally did a Google search. I didn't just do that. So, Novelist, what are you what are you buying? I'm going to buy one of the regular ones as well. All right. All right. I'll throw that in your inventory. Um, just like I said, handle your own gold, yep, just so it. I don't have to. Uh, Anomio, are you buying anything? I am not. Okay. And Talon, yeah, are you buying I, uh, anything? I only have 25 gold pieces for some reason. I may have bought some sort of strange magic item. I'm Probably. buying one regular one. No discount. Okie dokie. <laughs> Potion of healing. And you guys are good to go. Okay. Cool. All right. So we'll head down to the Sunstone Cavern. So, or go ahead. So around this up, before we go into it, uh, I think we'd like to like look around for kind of exit routes like alleys that we can run through if we're in a rush when we're leaving sure uh make a persuasion i mean sorry a perception roll for me good idea okay it's gonna be i don't know i'm i'm thinking i'm thinking of this place like uh like oceans 12 like a casino (laughs) Like, it's going to be hard to walk out the front door with whatever we have. We might have to use that jackhammer to get some to get through some walls to get out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I'm what thinking, I'm thinking. Like, we need to know where we're coming out. You know, yeah. have an idea so that yep. it's like, oh, I think we, we we're probably going to need to like garbage. stuff me in a mine cart under a bunch of stuff or something. Like, take the little guy and just shove him in something. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't know what to expect when we get in there, so we'll see what happens. But I, like I mean, that. if you look at look at where the Sunstone Cavern is, and then you look. To where the middle of the uh, what is it called there? Let me zoom out. The uh, the pit. That's a pretty far ways. So I don't think we're going to be able to dig through all the way to the pit through the sunstone oh, cavern no. unless no. unless there's caverns that go that way that get us closer. But uh, who knows? Plus, we might really run into some. Yeah, because there was remember there were some there were some little entryways mm-hmm. down in the pit when we were there. I don't know if it leads to the sunstone cavern or it's connected some way, but we may find out. But well, we could also go down. That's the other option. Down, down, down towards the underdark, and see if we can't find a one of the little tunnels. That, that oh, you wise. crazy! You crazy now, underdark. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just the upper underdark. You know, like the, the other option is we could go to hell and see if maybe that'll be better. <laughs> I just think upper, <laughs> upper underdark, like middle top like circle, suburban, top circle suburban underdark. <laughs> It's outside the underdark. Just upper, upper middle there's, class underdark. There's a bunch of under Karens there. Yeah. <laughs> under Karens, under Windows, a lot of, you know. I, I kind of want to stat out an under Karen now. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Under Karen uses uh, request manager. Bill's just going to go. Bill's Everyone's gonna go, confused. Uh, Bill's going to go off script tonight. All of a sudden, one of our foes is going to be an under Karen. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> Dude, my scripts so last about strategy. 10 minutes in this. In this uh... <laughs> well, okay, like, y'all have got the details of like, okay, how we're getting around. But like, what is our strategy? Like, are we having a story as we're going in? Are we going in like based on our mission or? We have the letter, right? We have the letter, but like, what are we really doing? Oh, we're definitely going in just to try to get past the guards, right? And then yeah, well, we'll we're sneak going into a cavern and then yeah. we'll. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we'll go in with the letter, and then we'll see what the. Because there's like I two mean, guards you, at the if front. If you go off, if you go off of the rotation of the guards, every 
every four hours. Mm-hmm. I guess we need to find out what are and if we need to just sit and wait until they're the ship comes so, and I can move and then we can. So I will tell you that that so we are ba- going into this with a great plan. So based off what you guys had learned, that was actually why you kind of hung around the the shop for a few hours, is that you were waiting till near the shift change. Um, Sorry, that was just something I decided for you guys. But um, it was it was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't have to go with that if you choose not to. But it was that was the intent uh, is that you guys were kind of waiting for when there might be a shift change. Oh, no. Yeah, we're definitely going with that. Okay, Okay, cool. Who am I shoving into a barrel? (laughs) I mean, we we don't. I mean, none of us have been down there. We have to. Let's, <laughs> let's go see what happens. <laughs> so let's part of the adventure. Here we go. So let, let me sh- let me show this to you guys as well because you all would have seen this at this point. Um, okay. So this is the letter that you got. Uh, it reads. To the Sunstone Cavern Guards, I, Durin Silverbeard, approve of the reception of one package containing 15 pounds of Sunstone to the holder of this letter. And it's signed by Dur- Durin uh, Silverbeard. So that's that's the letter that you have and you can find okay. you should be able to find that in your um, somewhere like in your, yeah, in very, your uh, yeah, very nice handwriting, Bill. Thank you. <laughs> Does anyone have because um, I remember when I was picking my abilities a long time ago, there was something along the lines of like you could like manipulate writing or ma- manipulate mm-hmm. how people illusionary script. Allu- illusionary okay. Does anyone have that? Because I feel like we used it earlier. We thought about using it earlier. Oh, um, okay. I know. I know. I don't have that feature. Yeah, I just have the a minor illusion. I don't think that's gonna fly for something like that. No. I was just thinking that we change that fifteen to like a you know, three hundred pounds. Walk straight out the door. One point five million. <laughs> you only have to add a period to do one point. Oh no, you have that right. Million. Okay, never mind. All right, let's go in. Alrighty, so you guys enter the Sunstone Cavern. So uh, just hold tight for a minute. So the entrance to the Sunstone Cavern is a spectacle to behold. The rock itself seems to glow with a golden hue, and there are no torches or braziers to be seen. There is a ramp that heads down into a pit of sorts. Within this pit is a small house that appears to be functioning as a locker room for the miners that work the Sunstone Cavern. There's a forge being worked by a goldbeard dwarf who seems to be mass producing mining picks. At the uh, far end is a heavy-looking vault door made of iron and a tunnel leading down into some sort of mine. Okay, bad. Well, I know Novelist has his eye on that locker room, but... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So, the little house is that black blacked out part above correct yep so basically okay. point, points of interest here are the blacksmith the house the iron door and the the pit going down to the mine okay i mean All the right. blacksmith's by himself should we just go talk to him um that pause wasn't for dramatic effect i just meant to talk to him we want to go talk to him <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I will. Let's start out there. I do kind of want to go. I want to go strike up a conversation, but with the people by the door at some point, just because I want to see if we can't get some information out of them about uh, the vault itself. But mm-hmm. let's talk to the to the guy first. Sure. So okay. based based right. off the descriptions that the the obsidian um, the obsidian guys gave you like that that is the entrance to the to the golden vault that is the vault 
that they're guarding. Well, we don't know. We don't know anything about the mechanism or the lock or, or any of that. Correct. As yep. far as we know. Yeah. So the, yeah. they're guarding the entrance. But like, yeah, I mean, is it locked? Is it not? You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So what are you guys going to do? So we're going to make our way up to the uh, to the to the, um, to the smith up there. All right. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so you guys head up to the uh, to the smith, and uh, you see a sturdy dwarf with a thick golden beard that reaches down to his waist. He's got muscly arms and a weathered face with smudges of soot and sweat. Around his neck, he wears a pendant crafted from a polished sunstone. He acknowledges you, but continues to bang away on a mining pick that he's making. He says, Don't think I've seen you around here before. What can Keldon do for you? Uh, we are here to retrieve some... Some uh, some gold, some some gold. Sunstone, sunstone. I'm sorry, some sunstone. Some sunstone. <laughs> sunstone. We're here to retrieve uh, some sunstone. Golden, golden sunstone. Golden uh, sunstone. It's very bright. It's distracting. It's <laughs> it's, very, it's very bright. <laughs> so he kind of he kind of gestures all around at the these this these gems that are surrounding you are are sunstone uh, basically, but they're more like a raw unrefined version. This is mm-hmm. he says. Well, you're in the right place. This is uh, the entrance to the to the mines and to the golden vault. Uh, I'm just here, kind of working, to make some picks, and uh, keep the keep the boys below uh, in in their uh, equipment here. Huh. Huh. How do we get? Can we do we pick up picks for ourselves, or like how do we actually do it, or do we have them do it for us? Because we're on well, a we're, we're owed some. Well, that de- that depends. Are you are you here to like get sunstone or to mine sunstone? I mean, I don't know if you pick your own or you know, like strawberries. Or, you know, oh no, no, no! It's it's all it's all stored. All the sunstone is stored inside the vault. It's there's a there's a room there. It's filled with crates of sunstone, and uh, you know if you've got the proper proper uh, documents, you could just go in. You take what you need. You sign the little book, and you walk right out. Great. Oh, all right. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. We'll let you. We'll let you. We'll let you get back to work. Sure. Uh, so. Alessio, um, you kind of have the highest passive perception here. So I'm going to say, you note a, a creature, a little little creature. Um, it's about three feet long. It's, it's not, but just because it's kind of funny, I am going to show you what he looks like. It's adorable. Um, I'm looking at the photo. So, here we go. So it looks like this. It, it's kind of like a, like a golden salamander. And uh, but it's about it's about three feet long with smooth, translucent skin, and it peers at you from on top of one of the sunstone crystals. It has wide, round eyes and short webbed limbs. And uh, Keldon notices you kind of staring back there and he he looks and he goes, "Ah, I never seen one of those before. huh? That's uh, that's a Lumaglow, one of the more spiritual types around here. They they believe that they're the spirits of the sunstone. Uh, for the most part, they're just kind of a nuisance, but they usually hang around the crystals and and they like to watch. It's a little creepy, but you know you get used to them. And uh, they don't he turn he, into dragons, do they? Uh, not that I've seen, but uh, you know they're. I I would be surprised. They're they're are pretty they, harmless. Uh, and he he kneels down and he holds his hand out and uh, towards the creature. And it, you see the the creature it blinks one eye and then it blinks the other and then it like licks its eyeball like a gecko. And uh, and then it turns around and it retreats back into the sunstone. And he goes, half the time they'll run from you. The other half, they'll come and play. Uh, they're really good at making their way through the smaller areas between the sunstone, though. Oh. I'll do the taste. Hey, uh, 
announce. <laughs> it's too cute. Don't there. you dare. Announce- <laughs> he, 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 he looks at you, actually. He, he, uh, he kind of winks at you. <laughs> they're, they're a little crispy. <laughs> wow. They, uh, they spend, they spend their time eating the sunstone. So they're, they're kind of like, you know, a little, little gravelly. Yes. Uh, not the best eating I've at, ever had. I kind of, I kind of lean over to bend down that gnomeo and just whisper in his ear. I don't think they're going to taste like pork, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you see, no you see Booker, does. Booker actually reacts at the word pork and he starts like kind of, he runs around in a circle and he looks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, P O R K. You guys spell it out. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So Ke- Kelvin says, uh, "Well, uh, if that'll be all, uh, you know, if you if you do find yourself in need of a pick, there's plenty of them in the the locker room there. But uh, other than that, you might want to go check in with the guards." All right. Thanks. Oh, so there's there's some picks in the locker room. Uh yeah, fine. freshly made too. Oh, beautiful! I'd love to check out your handiwork. Uh, sure. I just I, uh, mm-hmm. I just opened the Kill Holman bottle, and I found out it's even more special because there's actually an Isla Land Rover. That's part of the collaboration. Is they oh. made a car called the Isla Land Rover. So. Oh, of course. But it, it better smell oh, yeah. fresher. It smells like pee. Right. It just always smells like smoke. <laughs> like, I, I can't tell if anything's wrong. I thought it was like Sex Panther from Ron Burgundy. It's got real bits of Land Rover in it. <laughs> that <laughs> you know actually, good. <laughs> you look and there's like sediment floating around. It's like yeah. it's metallic <laughs> silver. Why is there a door handle in my picture? <laughs> <laughs> we, man, I wouldn't even put it past the companies nowadays. We age it with uh, with door handle. It tastes as pro- yeah, polypropylene. It's like a little worm in the tequila bottle, but like it's just like a door <laughs> handle. <laughs> All right, so I see you guys. I see Talon. You're running around like a maniac. Get back over there. Where's the locker room? <laughs> I was so, the one that was excited for the locker room. So the locker the locker room is just just right above you guys. So there's oh, there's this okay. building here with a there's a door. It's a big big heavy like you know stone door. And um, yeah, if you guys want to go in, you're welcome to. All right. Yeah, why don't you go in there, Talon and Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, you walk in. There's nobody in there at the moment, but uh, the room smells of sweat and dirt. Exactly what you'd expect, given the filthy clothes hanging from the wall. This appears to be some sort of locker room uh, for those that mine the sunstones. Uh, I grab a pick and hide it in Booker's little book bag. <laughs> sure. Might come in handy later. I'd also right. like to grab a pick. I will put that in both of your uh, inventory just so that it's not in Booker's. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so you both grab a pickaxe. Um, you know, I might as well grab a pickaxe too, just in case. Maybe we needed one. Dude, you have a jackhammer. We need well, a pickaxe. you can never have too many. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, can I do yep. something in here? Yeah. What do you want to do? Uh, can I look around to see if there's potentially any like hiding places approximately body sized <laughs> are you gonna kill somebody again and hide them no that's that's, a bear that's, that's his business uh why don't you make an investigation or you could do investigation or perception yeah that didn't work out too well last time oh, um, you know what it did one time that y'all don't even know about y'all those characters don't know okay you said investigation or what or perception uh it's the same so i'll just do perception 
All right. Uh, so you look around and you notice the mining picks on the table. Uh, like I said, they're they're completely new, not a scratch on them. Uh, you also smell a strong dwarven ale coming from a concealed flask in one of the lockers. Ooh. That's it. I would like to 12. take that. You want to? Well, so you look. It's so you dig around in the in the the little um little cubby for a minute and you <laughs> you grab the flask and it's it's you know you open it up and it does in fact have some ale in it. Um, so when you say lockers, how big are we talking? So I'm talking like <clears throat> we're thinking like coat racks and like little little cubbies to like put some boots in or, uh, you know, maybe like a helmet like they're not huge. Gotcha. Um, like as far as far as what you're talking about, putting a body in there. I mean, it would depend on the size of the thing that you're putting in there. But if you tell me a little bit more, I can maybe give you a little bit more of an answer. No, no I'm just, you know, if, if, you know, someone were to happen to come in here and, and change you know maybe i got it want to take their form and do something with their body is my goal I totally get don't it don't say do um, something with their body man <laughs> <laughs> i would say i don't that, know if this is a peeping tom situation or oh no a- so, <laughs> so talon since you're in the locker room as well um i'm gonna give you a chance to do an investigation role as well but this will this will be it you see Nobilis poking around and you're like, oh, that's a good idea. I should look, too. Yeah. Granny, use real dice. Do you know how to do your modifier and stuff? It's just plus one, I think. Okay. Yep. Right. 13. Uh, unless you're proficient, which would make it different. Oh. So what did, I asked for um, investigation, which you are not proficient. So you do have a plus one. Okay. So what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a 12, so 13 total. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, you don't really see anything else. Booker actually, uh, he, he grabs you by the leg and he kind of pulls on your on your uh, leg for a minute because um, I'm going to give Booker. Not that I necessarily want you guys to find what's in here, but wait, wait, hold on. can Booker yeah. roll as well? well that's exactly I, what he's doing. Uh, Booker, so Booker, Booker has Booker, a plus three. Wait, wait, Booker, wait, 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 wait. Can I do guidance on him? Sure. Okay. Yep. So Booker sees you searching around, and that's the only reason I'm letting yeah. this fly. Uh, he's going to start smelling and see if there's something that he can find. Sweet. Okay, so he's going to roll. I'm so you're going to so give him... Advantage. Yeah, so Is roll... advantage with guidance, or what's that? Yeah, guidance gives him advantage on... Uh, uh, wait, hold on, sorry. Guidance gives him a plus D4. Roll okay. additional D4, thank you. I forgot. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> All right, so, so no. roll Booker's investigation, and we'll see if it's... You. Nah. All right. Oh, okay. no. So uh, you guys feel like you've thoroughly searched in here and you found everything. I haven't rolled my D4 yet. (laughs) That's not going to matter. Even with the full (laughs) one, it's less than what I just rolled. True. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, So you guys uh, head out of the locker room and Mm -hmm. that'll be it. Point of truth, guys. I show these guys the letter. Here we go. All right. So you head over to the guards. Um, you see there's there's two guards standing in front of this uh, massive gate. And you see, if you think about like a bank vault with like the big rotating handles that go like click, 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 click. It kind of looks like that. Um, the, the, the door itself appears to be made out of iron. And it's um, got like this gold inlay all around it. It's, it's definitely made to look fancy, even though it's practical. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, the the male dwarf here, there's a male and a female. The male one kind of walks up to you. He goes, I am Vault Sentinel Captain Dargur. <coughs> Excuse me. That was my the beer is affecting my voice. I'll do that again. <laughs> he says, I am Vault Sentinel Captain Dargurn, and this is Vault Sentinel Lasmura. 
Paperwork, please. Are you saying he's been drinking on the job? <laughs> yes, that was totally in character. <laughs> he is dwarfish. He's drinking he's like, constantly. Me. <laughs> yeah. Try that again. Uh, who's got right. the piece of paper? Yeah, who's got the letter? Uh, any one of you. Anyone? All right. We hand him a letter. Here you go, sir. All right. Uh, so he takes this and he kind of looks at it and um, the female dwarf, she's uh, like she's a short but sturdy. She's got this polished armor and it's actually very clean. Uh, she goes, um, I it's, it's not every day that folk come in here with the right words on paper. And he goes, quiet, Lazmara. We need to check every bit of these documents. Aye, Captain Obvious. Just saying, how do you even know what to look for? And uh, as he finishes inspecting the paperwork, he gives a nod to Lazmara, and then he turns to address you guys. And he's got a little bit of suspicion in his eyes, and he says, All right, everything seems to be in order here, uh, but let me ask you, how much sunstone are you going in here to get? Uh, four pounds. Yeah, some, some. I've let her to pick up four pounds. What's about the 15? Am I wrong? Wasn't it 15? Look, but you know, we just thought you'd read the letter and then we would, you know, get it. We weren't worried. We, we, why would we read the letter? That's for you. That's for you. That letter wasn't for us. It was given to us and we didn't read it because we're good people. The letter don't totally said 15, though. Like, we, I literally yeah. got paid 1.5 million, so it's 15. I don't so know if it's pounds or what. It's 15. He, he looks at you, Nobilis, and he says, I, it's 15. But uh, who who are you getting it for? Uh, Silverbeard. Uh, he is a silver beard. Yes. What, what's his name? He's really giving you the second degree. I mean, he's a guard at a vault. He's going to be asking you questions. Yeah. His name is Durin. Durin Bo- I was going to say bonus points if you guys don't cheat and look at the <laughs> document. I didn't cheat, but Durin. I was, I was oh, sitting Durin. here trying to remember his first name. Yeah. Durin Silverbeard. You're <laughs> correct. It's it's Durin. All right. And then he looks over at uh, Lesmer and he goes, and that's why we ask questions. We want to make sure that they are on the up and up. And these fine adventurers here, or uh, I assume you are by your based off your your garments, uh, seem to be on the up and up. So you may enter the vault. Uh, proceed to your left into the chamber of illumination. When you get there, you'll see the entrance to the storage room. Write down how much you took and sign your name, then come back out. But remember, the golden vault is not a place to trifle with. This is a sacred place to us dwarves. Respect it or face the consequences. Oh, we have great respect for your... Great respect for your vault. It's the most beautiful vault we've ever seen. (laughs) A huge vault. Okay. So we go in, we'll fill out the paperwork, and be out of your way. All right. Uh, So Lazmara, she walks up to the... uh, the, uh, handle, I guess you want to call it, and she she starts opening it up, and... um, they open the vault and the vault opens before you all right let's go into the vault give me a moment what was the name we came up with for all of us uh snortimer soldiers snortimer soldiers that's what it was trying to find that all right so within (laughs) you guys are within the golden vault i'm very excited for you <laughs> so the entrance such a build up and we're like, we're in it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's uh let's do this real quick. Boom. All right. 
Do we still have our beautiful handmade map from that guy? Yeah, we, we do. do. Yeah. Yes, and you should have access to it in your journal. Um, anything that you guys have in there, uh, if you see something called Chamber of Illumination, don't click on it, but I don't think you should see that. Um, no, I don't. You should see that. Sunstone Heist and Letter to Letter from Durin. Okay. I have nothing journal. No? No, don't worry about it. All right. So you guys are within the Golden Vault. So you enter the Golden Vault, the door slams behind you, and you hear the sound of the door locking. You find yourself inside of a cavern, which uh, the, the walls seem to be very smooth, and they have kind of a yellowish golden tint to them, but they're not brilliant like the sunstone that you saw out in the uh, kind of a, above in the previous area. But what you do see is is some kind of like marks on the wall where you could see that things have been chiseled away. This is probably where they initially found the sunstone and then dug further in. In front of you are three different corridors. There's one, uh, the southernmost cavern. You see a sign that reads Shrine to the Fallen Miners. You stay put, novelist. <laughs> I like that the audience could totally hit me slamming that key at the space bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no. Just, no. You know, it's pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, the southernmost cavern has a sign that reads Shrine to the Fallen Miners. The middle pathway straight ahead of you is blocked off with a flimsy chain connected, and in the middle, there's a sign that says Danger. And there's a path to the north that says Chamber of Illumination. What would you like to do? I'm curious about this shrine, but I mean, it's up to y'all. So there's the shrine, the Chamber Danger. of Illumination, and then like the little sunstone room? Or No, no the, the middle one just says danger, right? <laughs> So the middle one has a, it's like a flimsy chain and it's connected in the middle with a wooden board that has written in like, um, like black paint it says danger. But was there a third one? Uh, the third one to the north says chamber of illumination and the one to the south says shrine to the fallen miners. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, well, I mean, we're in here guys. I say before we grab the gold we need to get, let's check out the shrine of the fallen soldiers while we're here yeah. i mean maybe it's a ritual thing maybe they all just know to go there first and you know pay their tributes before they go exploring maybe yeah let's that's a good spin on it novelist let's go pay tribute <laughs> sure all right so i will actually kind of just drag you guys i actually learned a cool trick i can do this and then you oh. immediately jump over oh. to that location wow nice okay. yeah so now Is i don't have to like on our little um hand drawn map this okay. area is not people. on your hand-drawn map. So okay. uh, for fun, I will actually, I'll show that again uh, for the audience as well. So um, on the map here, on the bottom, you see those <laughs> two little <laughs> stick people walking into yeah. the entrance and the word entrance with an exclamation point. Um, <laughs> and you guys are basically immediately not on a place on the map. Couldn't be more in the door before your map is inaccurate. So sweet, sweet. take that for what it's worth. <laughs> All right. So, so you're you saying we it? should trust the probably fine thing. Probably fine. <laughs> probably safe. Yes. Um, okay. All right. So in the glow of uh, so ahead of you, you see a statue and the statue is of a dwarf and he's holding a, a pick and uh, he's holding a helmet down kind of near his heart with the pick 
standing like or holding it in front of him and he's looking down at the ground solemnly and it says in the glow of the sunstone's light we remember those who delve no more through stone and shadow they sought our fortune and paid in iron and blood and uh that's just like a little script at the bottom of the statue next to the statue is a, a small basket that is filled with fairly refined sunstones as if uh, an offering Oh. Okay, well, we don't... Wait, how much do we need to get? 45 pounds? So you need to get 45 pounds of sunstone. Mm -hmm. How many pounds would you say is sitting over here? And uh, just for reference, like a a single sunstone is probably in the ounces. Uh, Maybe like a a good one is like a a really expensive one would be like a pound. Um, Uh, Talon, didn't you ever see Goonies? You'd never take the person's gold. No. Remember what happened? I was going to say. Remember they took one-eyed Willie's gold, what happened? Oh, they almost (laughs) died. So we're not touching that gold. (laughs) I will not. I will will (laughs) rob a mine to save dumbass over here, but I will not rob a shrine. (laughs) (laughs) Rob a mine, not a shrine. (laughs) We put our our hand in that that basket and and a snake comes out and bites us with venom and dies. So that's what happened. I have a crazy idea and we you can all decide not to do it oh god okay there's two options i don't know i'm just gonna think <laughs> through my abilities okay so i can either use my um invisibility now while no one's around if we think it'll be beneficial for us for me to be invisible in the future two now this is the crazy one i could take the form of this creature or this the statue and freak everyone out and think I'm a fucking ghost and shit and scare them. I don't know. Just whatever y'all. If any of those sound oh. interesting, let me know. You know, I kind of want you to freak them out. Not because part of the plan, the plan, just because that'd be funny. I like I the ghost we, idea. <laughs> I love that. I mean, how long can you be a goat? Like you an hour? Let me double check that. I think it lasts for Was an hour. Is it like when you were Severus? I think it's an hour as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I dig oh. it. I mean, we, we don't have to. We don't have to. That might get us into way more trouble. I mean, it's not. Yeah, maybe. But still. We'll just have that in our back pocket, right? Yeah. Maybe. But the, yeah, thing is, yeah. the good thing is right now, like, no one's around. I mean, maybe I'll go in back to the locker room and do it. That way there's hopefully no cameras in there yeah. that would catch me changing. You just want to go back to the locker room. <laughs> I mean, you know, you never know who's there. Um, my thinking was maybe we uh, find a way to get down the mine shaft. We intercept one of the carts on its way up. We, you know, we take what we need off of that and then come out the top. We just replace the weight and hope they don't notice until we get out the door. Because it seems like they're going to have this area bugged and like alarms and stuff. And that room of illumination, I'm guessing that's something where it can like look at you and tell if you've got something you're not supposed to have. I'm guessing there's safeguards Mm -hmm. for this room. I'm guessing the tunnels aren't going to have alarms. Oh, this sounds like a good plan. Well, and they, didn't we see that the sunstone like, like, was extremely bright? Like, like it, you can't so the, it. So right. this was something that we went over. This is like a month and a half ago at this point. So yeah. sunstone, they, they glow brightly of their own uh, nature. So if you, like, let, let's say that you had a sunstone and you try to, like, hide it under your shirt, it would glow like the arc reactor, right? It's, it's pretty bright. Um, the only way to really hide it uh, we kind of talked about it before would be like in your bag of holding or or in one of your bags, like one of your heavier kind of leather bags. It probably wouldn't shine through that. But if you were trying to hide it, like you wouldn't be able to just like put it in your pocket. What was that? 
Do we have enough room? Was that Anomio who had the bag of holding? Oh yeah, I've got I can I can take everything in my bag of holding. I just think they're probably gonna have some sort of magic thing to right, detect right, yeah. that if we do it in the vault. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think we somehow have to find a way down to the mine. We have our pickaxes. We have two of them. Find so. that tunnel thing. Well, that's, that was my initial idea with like taking taking the form of a miner. I could go down there, mine my own, and you know not be suspicious about it. Or right. take some out of the card, so you don't Either have way, to actually yeah. do the work. Yeah, but you'll look like a miner because <laughs> right. The only thing is, I don't know their procedures. So, like, if I were to disguise myself as a miner, I don't know like what the official well, step. Right, right, right. I mean, uh, we've never been in here, so I I'm just saying. We're making all these plans. We have no idea what's ahead or if any of this is going to work out. Yeah. Why don't we just Why don't we just why do we this just, part and yeah, just try it, and we'll see how much we we'll just do this one part straight, and then we'll get a plan. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Snakes fall from the ceiling. Meanwhile, yeah. can somebody <laughs> who has like the best perception just to make sure we're not missing anything cool in this room? Uh, mine's not bad. Can, yeah. Can Can I look around a bit? I have sure. a, I have a plus, I have a plus three in perception. Oh yeah. Well, you're better. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Whoever would like to uh, can roll perception. Just one of you, though. In this room? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so if you'd like to. No, just one of you. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. Oh. All right, so Alessio, so you look around. I mean, like, you see the statue. You see the offering. Uh, you even, you know, think that you're very clever looking underneath the basket to see if there's anything under there. And there isn't. There's, like, a little bug. But that's it. Okay. <laughs> see, it was All right. All right, so I say, yeah, let's, let's go out. with, let's roll out to the, uh, towards the room of illumination. Let's try to do it straight. Let's see what we get. I'll say a quick prayer as we leave the shrine. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I get, I genuflect. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, okay. So you guys are back at the, the entrance with the three different paths here. Um, so to the north is the room of illumination or the, uh, whatever I said, the chamber of illumination. And to the right is that danger sign. I will say that this is not a necessarily a carrot, but you would see that there are glowing. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you'll see that there are torches that stop after about 50 feet. And, but there is still some glowing something further down the path. Uh, on the danger way but you guys said that you'd like to go to the global uh the room of illumination so let's go ahead and do that okay all right so i'll just kind of drag you up there that's no problem all right give me just a sec okay so ahead of you is a um whoops that's the wrong button (sighs) all right so you guys walk into this large room and Um, the chamber of illumination is dominated by a large intricately carved model of the of sorry a large intricately detailed model of the city of Erngor Zuek the model includes miniature representations of each major location from the iron watchtower you saw as you entered to the golden market where you got your current task to retrieve the sunstone You see movement within the diorama and realize that there are little people walking around. Everything from miners leaving the pit to bears being trained in the bear hold. Oh. Well, that's right. On the map, it said the the model actually shows where everybody is. It's like the the Harry Potter map. So to get away with this, like they'd be able to know where we were. I think maybe we need to like disable this. Dis- disable the map? 
Yeah. The model? So they can't track us once we leave. We see ourselves on it. Oh, that's uh, a good question. Do we see ourselves in the cavern? So you don't see yourselves because at the moment you would be inside the cavern. Um, but what you do okay. see, just kind of looking at it, is you see um, Lil Grizz and uh, his 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 keeper there. Um, they're still kind of in that golden, the gold beer. Sorry, the gold beard, man. Gold beer. I really am. Uh, this one's like seven and a half percent, too. So I, I could feel it all of a sudden. <laughs> so as you can tell. All right. Anyway, so the uh, the he's within the gold beard quarter. Um, so you're you're thinking that this might be real time, but there's really no other way to know. This could just be another day where this is his his routine. OK. Because I'm seeing uh, that there's like these four torches or something around it i'm wondering if it would be wise to disable it or if it'll like alert them if we disable it right now that would be my concern yeah, yeah. i mean i think that each icon is showing which part of the city it is so the west is the gold which is what you see kind of the bank icon on the left the right oh, I meant like the torch looking things with the exclamation marks or something over them torch with the exclamation marks Nobody else seen that. I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> oh, uh, I think that maybe the image isn't loading for you. Those 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 are braziers. There's a, a gif of like fire blazing in them. I think maybe it's just not loading for you. Gotcha. Um, OK, the fire. Oh, yeah, that's braziers. actually. Yeah. So yeah, th those are those are just set dressing. I'll just tell you. I mean, they might have something to do with something, oh, okay. but they're they're there like they're yeah. just in the room. I thought maybe like putting them out might disable the. <laughs> um, so no, they're, they're very big braziers. <laughs> there's like a book on the top left or something. Is that? Yeah, there's symbols. There's four yeah. symbols. Well, like so, uh, like attached to the map. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think the symbols. Map. I think the symbols designate the symbols. what side of the, what side of the map you're looking at. But the, yeah, there is that book in the corner. If this Talon thing. wants to go read that. Sure. Talon right, reads so a book. Talon reads a book. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I depend on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna um, just for fun. I'm gonna do this. I'm going to show this just to you since you're the one reading it. Uh, your name is Talin and you're an observer. The book so says you... unleash snakes. Okay, yeah. Okay, we have Chamber of Illumination. Goldbeard, scales of justice and trade, gleam fairest when the sun co sun's colors fade. Platinum weaves lore, vast as the night's dome. The silent archive finds its home. Ironheart's strength is tested at dawn's first light. Where the anvil sings and the forge burns bright, silver hammer's labor brings wealth untold, striking deep as the sun takes hold. So it's just like a little limerick about each region. About each region, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So now that she's read that, I'll just show that to everybody. Okay. So that's that's what the book says. All right. So it's just you know a fun little map. Okay. But, I mean, what, should we read into the whole like, the, the silver hammers strike deep as the sun takes hold? Is that just a metaphor for like sunstone, or is it like something about the timing of when we do it? Because the I don't know. Because we don't. What time of day is it, Bill? So right now, so it's probably uh, it's around late afternoon to maybe closer to night. Let's call it like five thirty ish p.m. Okay, so the sun would still be the up. sun that would be setting own. pretty soon. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. That's so, so, yeah, so it's way, like each area has its like time of day that's right. best for some reason. 
So to the east here in this room is the actual sunstone, and to the north is the way to darkness, based on the map. Are we overthinking this? <laughs> oh, no, there's definitely right. something to do with the, the time of day, because I okay, think, yeah. like, the, it's yeah, about like be, the four sets of... It's about to be sunset. The gold beard's scales of justice and trade are fairest. When the sun's color so, fades, yeah. That might be more info for us for tomorrow once we're out of the mine. Yeah, because it's, yeah, yeah. it's a 24-hour cycle is what it is. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't know how much that'll affect things down here. Unless a bunch of silver hammers come in at noon, because that's the time they're supposed to, because right as the sun takes hold, there's a bunch of silver hammers rolling through here. That's the mm -hmm. only thing I would worry about is a bunch of miners showing up all of a sudden. But like, we need to be out of here way before then anyways, because we got to catch the airship tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, we just gotta get this. All right, guys. My concern is that it's like I'll say my concern with it is the gold beer's scale of justice when the sun's colors fade. Yeah, the it's like are, are they best might. able to track yeah. criminals? So it's about to be that time. Yeah. Uh, do yeah. we want to do a perception roll to check for anything else in this room? Uh, sure, I'll do it. I'll do it. You're welcome to check. Wow. Natural. Oh, yes. Sure. Natty um, 20. So I'm going to move your character just a little bit, Alessio. Uh, as you're walking around, kind of looking at things and making making your perception roll, um, you end up standing on this, uh, this little icon in the ground, uh, I would say, mm -hmm. to the, to the um, side. Hold on a sec. Let me change the uh, mm -hmm. lighting in here. I, I made it bright just so you guys could see everything. But as you step on this... Boom. Can you guys see that? Yeah, barely. Sorry. Let me just, um, I want to make sure that you guys can kind of see this. Okay, there we go. So as you step oh. on the, the relief in the ground, a light emits from the ceiling and it points down towards the iron, iron beards, um, or the iron heart, the iron hearts, uh, quarter down at the south. Yep. And it's pointing basically just towards the quarter. Uh, with a natural 20, I'll say that, you know, once you see this, this light, you kind of react because you're, you're rogue, you know, you immediately move off of it and the, the light turns back off. You move on, the light turns on, the move off, the light turns off. Talon stands on the book. Talon, you stand, of course you do. You stand on the book <laughs> and you see a blue light, which is pointing towards the platinum weave area. Ooh, ooh, I want to stand. I want to stand. All right. So, <laughs> Anomio, you stand. <laughs> you stand on the one to the south, and you see a um a like a yellowish kind of light emitting from the ceiling, and it's pointing towards um, it's pointing towards the I believe it's the Ember Forge in the north east uh, northwest of the the city. And so each light is pointing towards like the forge that's in that city. Correct. Uh, so there's That's there the are light two. I don't see. Is there a physical light for that one? There is a physical light. The problem is I, I these these should be showing. Um, I'm not sure why they're not. Uh, see, so much I for you guys. One, I see the blue one from Talon, and I see the one that I'm standing on. Yeah. I'm cranking the intensity in hopes that maybe they'll show up a little better. Oh, I see um, the red light now. Yeah, oh yeah, that should help. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, so anyway, so just because that was a little confusing. So there's there's a red light pointing towards the iron hold. There's a orange light pointing towards the iron hold. There's a yellow light pointing towards the Ember Forge. And there's a blue light pointing towards somewhere in the Platinum Weave. Hmm. Okay. Wait. 
the sorry. well should we step on them in the order of i don't know if that's gonna do anything but like the order of like the different things in that, that riddle so as you're kind of thinking about this novelist you you find yourself like kind of just moving a little bit and as you as you move a bit you notice that the rotation of your body actually is rotating the light almost as if oh. it's supposed to be pointing towards something oh okay oh look at that. okay so we have to point each clan's thing at their at the sun where the sun would be maybe in the sky or something like that because it's all about daytime oh. daylight different times of the day so east would be the sunset does the sunset in the or the east the west hmm. here uh that's a good question. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it totally does. Absolutely, it does. Um, sure, why not? <laughs> Canon. <laughs> okay, so I'm standing by the platinum weave, and it would be, oh, when the sun's not setting. So. so what am I standing by? I'm really bad at maps. So you are in the east, and you're near the uh, silver, silver hammer. So silver, the, okay. to, to the east is the silver hammer quarter. To the north is the Platinum Weave. To the west is the Gold Beard. Um, and to the south is the Iron Hammer. Iron Heart. Iron Heart. Sorry. So I feel like we should just have each light point to our own section. Is that what's happening? They kind of are, though, already. So But it depends on the way we are facing. What if we all face so towards Alessi the Sunstone Cavern? So Alessio, you, you, you turn your body a bit just to test that theory, and you notice that okay. the, the length of each light is actually different, um, and that your light actually can't necessarily point at the gold beard area without overshooting it. Oh, okay. So do we so see where we can all intersect the light at? Or, yeah, yeah I'm, or, or I'm wondering if, Alessio, if yours is maybe whatever is, whatever landmark you can hit is that the one it's actually pointing to that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking if it, yeah if, if mine's the longest no i know <laughs> it's the longest of all of ours and i've already checked it out <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm finding a very appropriate novelist that you have the lowest in intelligence of this whole group <laughs> wow. by like a lot <laughs> and no meal takes offense at that he is clearly stupider than novelist. <laughs> i was gonna say your wisdom's pretty low but you're you actually have the highest intelligence anomia all right so, so let's do this let's let's turn the light to a certain point where they can out of certain point where they can all connect all right so the, yeah I would yeah, say to, you would be able tip. to tell you would be able to tell that there is actually no point where all of them would be able to connect. Um, so let's do this. So, Anomio, since oh, you have the highest intelligence, mechanic. why don't you roll an intelligence check for me? OK. Yeah. What about the two across from each other? Because I notice uh, Anomio's is like crazy long and Tallinn's is super <laughs> short. Oh, but you uh, also like match up. Really. Yeah. Those like, like link up evenly. So I wonder if we do mine. I can't see the red so dim for me. Sure. Is mine roughly like I will I make your, directly at Alessio? I'm going to yeah, make yours yeah. a little longer. Uh, we're just going to move past the jokes at this point. <laughs> Can you do that real uh, nice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's try that. That's quite a bit brighter. Um, Woohoo. So, you know, I was fiddling you're with this earlier, but I wasn't quite sure what you guys would be able to see. So uh, with your thir 13, uh, Anomio, um, you think back to the to the book that was on the pedestal and you think like is there a clue there um 
Goldman scale of justice and trade. Team girthy. When I was working at the liquor store, if we got a big takeout order, we called it a girthy boy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, so, so then should the lights be pointing at those things? So the the night is an arc. So the archive is a night. Mm-hmm. So we got to find... Bass is the night's dome. Bass is the night's the silent dome. archive. Find its home. And silver hammers are at... Silver hammers mine when the day takes hold, probably noon. Right. The gold beards, they fade at dusk. And the other guys are at dawn, right? That's when the that's right. when the Ironhearts do their thing. Yeah. So Wait, why are you deleting the bell? <laughs> You're not supposed why. to be in the chat, mister. <laughs> but it's the same message. I mean, you sent it to us. It's actually I, I don't think it actually is the same message. I, I wrote it a couple of times. So it's not the same message. Or- Wait, okay. Where, where should, can someone read it? Can you read it? <laughs> it's, it's gone. <laughs> Wait, right, so, so, okay, hold so, on. so let, let me read the message because somebody somebody's yeah. going to be watching this on a podcast. So and I, I know uh, that you read it, Talon, but Talon, but just because. So Goldbeard no, scales of justice and trade gleam fairest when the sun's colors fade. Platinum leaves lore vast as the night's dome in the silent archive finds its home. Ironheart's strength is tested at dawn's first light, where the anvil sings and the forge burns bright. Silver oh, ha- Silverhammer's labor it. brings wealth untold, striking deep as the sun takes hold. Okay, so Silverhammer's are on the mine. Uh, Ironheart's are on the forge, one of these two forges. So it's got to be... So Ironheart's are the purple roofs? Uh, yes. Ironheart's yes. are the... Yeah. They're, so they're they, at the bottom, it, it, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so yeah, they've either got to be on the left or right forge. So I'll try the left one first. Okay. Or the right. Either way. Either way. Yep. It doesn't matter. Okay. So I'll go on the forge. We need to know which one is the library or the archive. That's in the so, platinum weaves. So, Anomio, as you move and rotate slightly to the left and you highlight the Ember Forge, the door just to the north of Talin. You hear a click and a move ever so slightly as it opens just a few inches. Oh. So we can maybe use this to get out. Or we can just use it to get in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so then that means the... So gold will be fading at dusk. So we... Or they're they're brightest at dusk. The fairest at dusk. Um, so it, it shouldn't I don't think it should be on the sunstone then right the sunstone is bright so where can where can they reach that wait sorry the gold what, what? what time is dusk? scale of justice and what time trade? is considered dusk so dawn so evening dawn would be in the morning dusk is in the in the night yeah twilight and then it say something about a, a dome Jesus why do you have to delete them Jesus. So the dome, they're, the they're dome in your, is the they're in your journal. Dome. They're in that's your journal. For the, that's for the it's book for archive. Yeah. So what we got to do? We got to. How are y'all the ar- the You have to point at the archive. I don't remember where the archive was. You went to it, right, Talin? Yeah, I did. So, so you would Talin know where the archive is? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. How so she could just point it there. All right. <laughs> so uh, so you point 
at where uh, actually you're pretty much pointed there right now, which is great. Um, so you point at the archive, but nothing happens. Oh, oh, I have a theory for the gold beard. Okay, it's probably wrong, but um, maybe not all can be open at the same time. I just oh, know the gold beards have problem. some secrets, and we're talking about when the sun's color fades, so like when nighttime comes upon them. Mind sh- shining the gold beard light to the come and go or come right in? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Nobilis, you're actually on the side of the silver hammer. Um, but if you yell that over to Alessio, he could he could try, but it's not quite gonna oh. make it to the to the oh, come, uh, okay, to the yeah. come right in, not the come and go. Although that okay. would have also been a good. Move. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted that to work. I did too. So I think we can only open one at a time. So where is the thing that that pointing at the uh, the forge? What did where is the thing that that clicked? Above, right above. So so right to the north here. Um, so there's a there. So something to to note, just because we're in this room. So there is a door to the north and door to the east. The door to the east is where the guards told you to go to retrieve your sunstone. The go the door to the north was not mentioned, but is present on your map. Um, the one that was drawn by the obsidian uh, blade. And um, mm. it leads towards a room that just kind of has a, a weird looking reflective thing and some crags in it. Um, but there, uh, there is a little thing that says big door. <laughs> so I found it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh. So well, we already opened it. So if we, are we successful? Can we go? Well, so it's, it's definitely too low to open. It's opened a couple of inches. Uh, okay, gotcha. Hey, hey Nablus, oh. do, do me a favor. I want to try something. Point your light at the other forge. All right. So you point your light at the other forge and nothing happens. Ah, okay. So, wealth untold strike. What about the other? Can I can I point it at the other to one to my left? I'm sorry, to the to the like to the other other forge? The other other forge. All right. So you it? point it towards there, but it can't quite reach. Oh, sorry. I mean the one is that not a Okay. I thought that was the a tower? bottom right. Yeah, so the there, there's there's one forge right. I uh, it's not letting me do this. Uh, there's one forge here, and then there's another forge okay. here. Okay, that's no, a tower. I was looking at the tower. My bad. Uh, I see. No, the uh, the Iron Watch Tower is down there. Can we all just like slowly move ours till we hear the door click? I mean, is that too easy? <laughs> we could sure. do that. Why not? Yeah. All right. So, uh, Anomio, um, you you go to move, and as you move away from the forge, the door actually slams shut. I kind of figured. So, yeah, I'll put mine back on the forge. All right. And the door opens slightly. Uh, Nobilis, as you're moving, you move down, goes over the pit, and you see it open just a slight bit more. Uh, yeah. So, Silver Hammer's it. They need to go to the pit. Okay. Yeah. So, this Tracking is deep. about where they yeah. need to go. So I may not have intelligence, but I sure do know where to point my. <laughs> your light? So the, 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 <laughs> I don't think I don't think they, justice. Your shorts? Yeah. Where where are these scales of justice? The market, right? So we try pointing at the market, maybe Alessio. Uh, the sun justice and trade gleams fairest when the sun's colors fade. Riddles are the best, aren't they? <laughs> this is I fun. Am awful. <laughs> So the sun, what, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west? Correct. So I wonder, is the market dead east of you? Or is so the, it, where is it relative? So the market to, to in, uh, the market's right about here. Oh. Let me, let me point it at that. Sure. 
So you go, you point it towards the market, and as you hover over the market, the door opens slightly more. There you go. Ah, All right. And and immediately, because Talin is hovering over the archive, the door opens fully. Oh, we had to get an order. (laughs) 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 All right. That took us way too long. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, that was good. That, that was, was awesome. Good. That was awesome. Yeah, but the problem is, is that if we now get off these spots, is the door going to close or does it stay? Oh open? shit! Well, as you yeah, step we'll off, yeah, we'll get Booker to come help us. <laughs> you step off the spots and the door stays open. Oh, perfect. Sweet. All right. Yep. Uh, you 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 wager just because you walked in and there were no lights that maybe it won't last forever, but. Um, I was also going to say, Alessio, would you like to check for traps or alarms as long as we're here? Uh, yes, I would. Um, All right. Make it an what, invest- investigation. investigation. Yep. So you can do investigation. Yep. Uh, 15. Actually, 17. 17. All right. So you uh, you the door opens fully and you kind of look in and you see that there there's really nothing is striking you as strange you don't see any like trip wires or any like wiring in the door as far as you can tell with the 17 it seems safe okay which is a very reassuring sentence (laughs) since we're going into an area that you know it's not part of our stops um am i allowed to use the action in order to put my cloak of elven kind on uh, no. Yeah, absolutely. So you, we're not in combat or anything. So pretty much actions are just you just do it. Um, okay. Yeah. I just I just want to stay stealthy in here. You know, for the good of the yep. group. So you put the hood up on your cloak of elven kind, which uh, gives mm-hmm. you um, advantage or gives other people disadvantage on perception checks, and it gives you advantage on stealth checks. That's right. Cool. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So are you heading in first, or what's going on? Yeah, I'll head in first here. Just kind of look around. Okay. Everybody can follow, I guess. The snakes. All right. The snakes. <laughs> so you walk yeah. in, and as you were walking in, you you noticed that there was a little sign above the door. It said Chamber of Reflection. And you walk into this room, and um, uh, I can see that the chat or the, the viewers aren't able to see it quite in the brilliance that you can. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Uh, I believe the walls. There we go. All right, cool. So the the room is glowing very brightly gold. And as you look, there is multiple different paths that you can take. All of them seem to be made or created as paths by Sunstone. Um, You also notice that there's a little little uh, Luma glow kind of wandering around and you see him. He he looks over at you and uh, he sees the whole the whole group, actually. even with your with your stealth, you kind of just walked through a door regardless. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as he sees you, he runs off to the to the northwest. No. I pull you... out a dagger and say, excuse me, I'm going to go eat that little son of a no, bitch. Pull out some pork. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get him over. Maybe he can help us find the way through. Maybe if you put some pork on the floor, they'll just eat that instead of going to run around. Uh, <laughs> All right. So as you watch this little Luma Glow uh, run away from you guys, we're going to stop the episode here because as we're walking into the Chamber of Reflections, uh, I would like to. Yeah, I just don't I don't think that I don't see us getting through this in the next four minutes. (laughs) So which is totally fair. All right. So uh, let's hop back over here. Cool. 
Um, anyway, so that'll do it for tonight's episode. Uh, I would like to actually ask you guys a quick question for the audience as well, because this is fun. You guys have started going a completely different way than what your original intent is. Will you continue to head into the Chamber of Reflections or will you be turning around? Uh, I am curious about that path that said danger, that there seems to be some kind of illumination on its own, but. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, do we, I mean, yeah. Do we want to, because I think the original plan was to go get what we had to get and then figure the rest out. I'm not. But I think it's good that we're checking around just to kind of see our options and no one's seen us yet. So like, it's kind of like, we're just kind of weighing our options. So so here's my thought. If If we work our way, according to the map, if we work our way up into the darkness, something happens you know something's gonna some shit's gonna go down up there yeah um we'll have to maybe find a way out up there i don't think we're gonna have we're gonna not be able to go back and get uh, the sun that's a really great point they're not gonna let us back in will they <laughs> exactly awesome or we're gonna have to make we're gonna have to make a run for it and then we're gonna have to go back to Duran and say yeah sorry man we messed up uh um so maybe the problem is is the sunstone is 45 pounds of sunstone and you know, carrying that shit around isn't going to be great. Um, I got it. I got it. The bag of holding. The bag of holding. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah. So maybe we get the sunstone first, log it in, and then go this way? Or do we take our chances? I don't know. Or well, s- or split my up, question or, would be... Uh, I know we did bring picks. <laughs> yeah. How much, how much sunstone is in this room alone? Can we get it out uh, quietly? Um, and also if they catch us, I'm going to just say like, Hey, this was clearly like a little tourist thing that you had us do. Like, look, you, you put these signs on the floor. You had us check out your thing. You had us walk by. You're going to tell us you can't come into this room. Come on. (laughs) So I think we'll be fine. I think we just need to kill the guy in the locker room (laughs) or become a ghost ghost. Two exciting paths. So there's there's two things that I'll tell you guys. So as far as the 15 pounds of sunstone that you need to retrieve for Durin, that should be refined. That's what will be in storage. Oh, okay, okay. The 45 pounds that they expect you to steal, they would have told you is okay if it's raw or if it's it's better if it's refined. It'll get you guys, as they mentioned, you could get more and get some additional money. They would prefer refined, but they'll take raw. So then, yeah, in that case... Maybe we go back, get the 15 we absolutely require take our chance and then take our chances and i was gonna say you could leave me behind just say i fell down the pit and then i'll see if i can start i mean or okay an alternate which is very similar to that is like only one person would go in and retrieve that amount that we're supposed to get and the rest of the party can kind of stay here and kind of do their own what they want to do so oh there you go and i could also like you know, i have some deception skills i can keep them distracted maybe i don't know just an idea oh yeah see i kind of like that actually yeah yeah I, I i had said like maybe splitting up a little bit and i kind of always like good that. to split the party yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm like very nervous yeah, what nervous can happen no oh, nothing let us know in the comments <laughs> under this video what you think heist. yeah oh yeah oh, by man, the way so uh so earlier I mentioned, uh, is this plan going to work? I pulled the audience and uh, 21% said yes, 36% said no, and 43% said snakes fall from the ceiling. Um, <laughs> so, Alessia needs an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> glad, we got, awesome. glad we got potions. Yeah, right. 
all right guys well we'll pick up next week um here I, we're all going to be here next week i believe correct oh yes. yeah Awesome. All right, cool. So we will be here next week, next Monday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. And we look forward to seeing you guys all here. So if you watch these on the replay, uh, let us know in the comments. Just, you know, it'd be nice to know that you're out there and come join us for one of these lives. It's fun. Um, and we will talk to you guys all later. Have a great rest of your night and cheers. 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 Cheers, Dungeoners. Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice. And be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in the lands of Domidium. Cheers.